are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Psalm 86, 15. Welcome to week six of our Jonah study. I am Anne Blanchett, and I'm a part of the teaching team for women's Bible study here at LifePoint Church. I am thrilled to be here with you today as we explore the depths of Jonah, where our focus leads us to discover an unexpected treasure, which is the very heart of the character of God. Focusing on the character of God is the title for this week's study, and what we discover will change everything. So, welcome. Jonah is one of the most well-known books in the Bible. Many people have heard or read of this giant whale of a tale, so to speak. However, the fact is this book is no tale at all, but is the accounts of Jonah the prophet, who just happens to be the main protagonist character in this narrative. And it is through his story we discover the true main character. While we are never told who the author of this book is, we are able to clearly see through the characters and the events the illuminating character of the author of the heavens and the earth, God himself. Upon further study, we come to see God as the main character of this narrative, as he is revealed through the accounts of Jonah's story. This story of a prophet and a whale is both simple and sophisticated. While it is simple enough for a child to easily read and comprehend, it has the sophistication written in didactic form. Didactic is a fancy literary word that means a story is written to teach and it holds a moral lesson within it. And Jonah delivers. As this story unfolds, we find deep meanings within it that are very valuable lessons. The story is structured with an underlying theme and is filled with both humor and irony. This leads the reader, us, to laugh, cringe, and pause all at the same time. However well-known, simple, or sophisticated this Old Testament story may appear at first glance, we find that there is much, much, much more to discover. Deep within the depths of the text, deeper than the ocean that Jonah himself was hurled into, we find the true main character of this story. This is a big truth, even bigger than the fish that swallowed Jonah up. And it all points to a big, big God. This story of a prophet who flees from God, in contrast, reveals the very heart of God, the true character of God himself. In the responses of Jonah, the sailors, the wind and the waves, the big fish, the Ninevites, the plant, and even the worm, we clearly see just who God is. And ladies, week after week, chapter after chapter, as we study the text within this book, We have witnessed God revealing himself, and he does so in three predominant ways, presence, power, and providence. Let us begin with presence. We see the presence of God as a pivotal point from the very beginning. And it is in verse two that the word of the Lord comes to Jonah. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. God calls. But here we see Jonah flees, and it is recorded that he was fleeing from the very presence of the Lord. It is also here where we begin to see God's character revealed as we come to understand his presence. God is known as a self-existing, omnipresent God. Now, omnipresence is defined as presence in every place at the same time. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, said the Lord. 
Do not I fill heaven and earth? Said the Lord. Jeremiah 23, 24. Jonah himself claims in verse 9 to fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. Jonah knew this about God, and therefore he could not flee from his omnipresence. So what was he fleeing from? We come to know that he was fleeing from the will of God, the call as a prophet to call out on God's behalf to a people who were deemed unworthy in Jonah's eyes, a wicked people who did not know their left from their right. While Jonah was fleeing from that call, he was running from the very heart of God's character, and he knew it all too well. He vocalizes this later on in chapter four when he says, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Sound familiar? This is the very description of God we see in Psalm 86, 15, which I read at the beginning. This description is found throughout scripture. And while we don't have time to look into all of them, I would encourage you to look these following verses up on your own or in your groups. Exodus 34, 6 through 7, Nehemiah 9, 17, Psalms 86, 15, 103, 8, 145, 8, and Joel 2, 13 through 14. Gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. This is the God that Jonah was fleeing from. And now in the story, we see Jonah come face to face with another attribute of God's character, his power. Power describes all that God is and all he is capable of doing. To better clarify, we use the attributed word omnipotent. The word omnipotent comes from omni, meaning all, and potent, meaning power. God is all-powerful. Job spoke of God's power in Job 42.2 when he said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. This attribute of God is not a mystery to those who know God and have seen and heard of his mighty power from the very beginning. After all, he spoke the world into existence. God's power is demonstrated throughout the entire story of Jonah but is so clearly visible during the scenes on the waters as well as under the waters. From the top of verse four, we see God with all his power as he hurls a great wind upon the sea, leading to mighty and powerful waves that threaten the vessel Jonah and the pagan sailors were on. In this demonstration of power, we see a response from the pagan sailors, but not Jonah. The pagan sailors responded in fear at the beginning and the end and in turn called out to God and in great fear of the Lord offered a sacrifice. And in a powerful display of control, the waves subsided and the winds ceased. We see God's power displayed in his control over the elements from igniting a storm on the seas to restoring calm waters. What may have appeared to be an uncontrollable act of God turns out to be a display not only of his omnipotence, but his sovereignty as well. He is a God in control with a purpose and a plan that will prevail. We see in Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. We are starting to see God's hand and his plan. And as he prepared a big fish to swallow Jonah up, after he was hurled into the sea, we see that God is preparing a way. What we have seen so far in his presence, with his power, God moves all things toward his plan. 
And this is his providence. Providence is defined as the governance of God by which he, with wisdom and love, cares for and directs all things in the universe. God, who is present in all things, is also in control over all things, and it is through his providence that he accomplishes his good plans. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. The evidence of how God governs was revealed with every twist and turn of Jonah's story. And we see in those that surrounded Jonah as well. With every action, we see a deeper glimpse into God's character. We see his patience for a a fleeing prophet and a sinful people. We see his compassion for those who do not know their left from their right, as well as a disobedient servant. We see his provision that leads back to him. He prepared a whale that might have appeared to be the end, but was really a way out. We see his mercy that relents when a wicked people repent. Ultimately, we see his love in everything. God in his presence with all his power reveals why he does what he does. And it's not just because he can, and we know that he can, but it's because he chooses In his providence, he chooses for love. The character of God is revealed through his many attributes, all to reveal the very heart of who he is, and that is a God who is love. I wish we had time to discuss all the many visible details of God's plan revealed throughout this sophisticated narrative, because we can see his plan and the foreshadowing of how his love will manifest through his saving grace on the cross through his son, Jesus. But that is another study for another day. God's character as revealed in Jonah so beautifully illuminates his plans and shows us that he pursues and prevails in his purpose for that which he loves. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. John three sixteen. Jonah knew this God, the sailors saw, and the Ninevites experienced firsthand the heart of God. He is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. The story ends with an unresolved question, and this is not a question that's just for Jonah, but for you and me as well. How will we respond to the heart of God's character? We have a choice to draw near his love or flee from him. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. James 4.8 God knows when we draw near him that his love changes us, changes everything. Everything.